El Camino People de Podcast, Episode 26. Hey, fellow pilgrims. I am Fosimar Denat, your pilgrim friend from Pamplona, and this is El Camino People, the podcast. Today, in our show, I'm going to be joined by Uliana. She's a beautiful Ukrainian pilgrim. She walked the Camino de Santiago a while ago. She walked the Portuguese coastal, and she's going to tell us about her experience as a Catholic, as a woman, as a girl from Ukraine, walking the Camino and why it was so important for her. Also, on the good side, today I read a, a beautiful note on the newspaper about a, a group of old people that live in a, in a residence in, in Aragon, in the Camino de Santiago Francesco in Aragon, in Viescas, and them and all the workers at the, the place they live decided to walk together towards Santiago and all the steps that they do in one day, they put them together and they arrive to Santiago all the way, so, you know, even you are not allowed to be walking outside. There is many ways to walk to Santiago. They found out, you know, that the residents, the, the residents, they are more active, they are more happy, and they are feeling so much better. So at the end, isn't it the same as the as the Camino? So we are not walking, but you know, you can always think about different ways that you can squeeze your brain and walk with a walking. And one of them is listening to our interviews of El Camino People, the podcast. So right now, be ready to walk again and discover the beautiful story of Juliana. Are you ready? Hi everyone and welcome to El Camino People, the podcast. Today we have a dear friend. We met, I don't I don't even remember when was the first time we met on, on Instagram. It seems like it was yesterday, but I know it was a long, long time ago. So, hi Liana, thank you for being with us, you know, so late at night and in these times. How are you doing? Uh, hi Hussein, I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> so, Liana, you walked the Camino in which year? In 2018. So. In 2018, so two years ago. Um, yes, exactly. You walk the Camino Frances? No. No, no, no. Uh, Portuguese de la Costa. The Portuguese of the Costa. So it's funny because, you know, usually a lot of people, when they do the first Camino, it's not the, it's not the Frances, but in your case, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how you find out about the Camino. But before we get into talk Camino, we have the one-minute Camino questionnaire. So we're going to give you one minute to answer. It's a set of different things, and you just say whatever comes to your mind. Are you ready? Um, let's do Here we go. Your first Camino. Uh, Portuguese de la Costa. How many Caminos? One. Ultreya or Susella? Uh, Ultreya. <laughs> one month to walk. Uh, yes. Uh, one, <laughs> one albergue de donativo. One drink. A wine. One color. Uh, red. A happy moment. Uh, 
lunch. <laughs> a sad moment. Um, boyfriend. <laughs> uh, one song. Oh my god, oh my god. Uh, chick, uh, chick, chick to chick. Okay. Well, one city. What one? One city. City? City. You mean... City, like town. Ah, city. Okay. Um, Santiago. The Stella. One hour to start in the morning? Uh, yes. Okay, it's, perfect. It's <laughs> you made it. And that's the thing. Don't worry. It's not there's no good, no bad. The whole idea is to make it something fun and, and you know to see. I have a list of 40 set of questions. I change it every time with every pilgrim that comes to a show. And it's just for fun. So anyway, so Camino Portugues de la Costa. And my question is always how does someone from Ukraine get in touch with the Camino? You know, we know that in the US it's really common to 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 watch the movie the way. Some other people read the book, but it's funny because I met a couple of people from Ukraine that is walking the Camino and I get, you know, maybe it's getting more common, but tell us, how did you ended up walking from, you know, knowing about the Camino, something that you learned in school, you learned in a book or? Uh, so my story with Camino uh, is from 2012, I guess. Uh, I, I was looking... Um, movie about adventures, travel, and uh, somehow I found uh, in internet, in Google, a uh, movie The Way. Mm -hmm. I watched it and uh, I was very impressed. And I never I never heard about Camino, um, Camino de Santiago before. And uh, in my mind, uh, I already uh, was ready to do it, to do that Camino. But for me, it was like, uh, like a dream because it's so far. <laughs> uh, it's different, different country, um, different culture, and um, yeah. So I forgot about it, and uh, and then again happened some events, and <laughs> and I did it finally two years ago. So it is something common to do in, in the Ukraine. Do you have any friends that have walked the Camino or are you really one of your first friends, the people that you know that has walked the Camino? So uh, uh, in uh, spring 2018, uh, we had uh, in the original Tezem meeting mm -hmm. and uh, uh, there we had uh, some workshops. And one of those uh, was a workshop uh, about Camino. Uh, there were invited uh, people who walked Camino. Mm -hmm. And uh, there I, the first time, uh, met wow. people who, di who did it. And uh, they also inspired me. And after it, I started to, to, to do more active <laughs> and prepare to the trip. So you weren't active till till then. That was when you decided to start getting more active just to be ready for the Camino. Yes, exactly, yes. It's interesting because a lot of people, you know, as we, as we talked before, when they do the first Camino, they think just about the French because that's the one that is the main popular, is, you know, and also maybe is the, the easiest to, to arrive to every place. But why did you decide it? I guess you, you probably did a lot of research about the Camino. Why the Portuguese? Why the coastal? Why going there when the easiest thing usually, and probably the one that they told you everyone was French, walk the French, 
and you go from Ukraine to Portugal and to do the coastal, one of the less, you know, walk Caminos. Now it's getting more popular, but it hasn't been there yet. Um, so at first, um, we didn't have, because I did Camino with my two friends, uh, okay. we didn't have uh, a lot of time for it. So French is more longer way, as we know. And uh, um, Portuguese de la Costa is uh, much shorter. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's first reason why we decided to do it. And second, um, I just, uh, I never seen ocean before. <laughs> really? And yes, yes. <laughs> and it was my dream to, to see ocean. And um, I, I could never imagine that I will walk through the ocean all the time and I will see uh, it every day, almost every day, of course. <laughs> so how is it, you know, a lot of times, you know, we think that, it'll, you know, for me, I have the Camino right, right there in front of my house, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> but how hard was for you, you know, to, to get together to prepare your trip? How did you prepare your trip? How did you start doing your research? I guess there's not many, probably not much information in, in Ukraine about the Camino or it's not common. So how did you do all, all your research? Why, what steps did you take? You know, how did you book your flights? What is, because you, we always, you know, heard about people coming from the US, people coming from Australia, but coming from the Ukraine, I'm like, how was it? Was it easy? Was it hard? Uh, um, it was not so easy, but uh, I can say it was hard. Unfortunately, we uh, didn't know or you didn't do in 2018 podcast yet mm -hmm. when did you, when did you, when did you start to do it actually yeah i did it in 2018 i did i, I did the coastal too so we were there no. i don't know i know i mean uh, when did you start to do podcasts oh the podcast i started the podcast last year really okay. the whole so the whole thing yeah and from Unfortunately, we didn't have podcasts. <laughs> now there's a podcast, so now we're going to see more people walking the, the, the Portuguese too. Yes, because I listened to uh, some podcasts and uh, they are really helpful for, for pilgrims. Mm. So uh, I found uh, information uh, in internet, in, uh, in English, we um, searched it together. Uh, we uh, decided to do uh, like um, like a little trip. Mm -hmm. uh, first, we, we decided to visit uh, Poland, uh, so Wrocław. We stayed there for two days, and then we uh, fly to Lisbon and stayed there also for two days. Mm -hmm. Then by bus to Fatima. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and one day there, and from Fatima to Porto. Uh, we uh, walked and uh, saw the city for uh, the two days, and uh, then we started our community. That's funny, you know, because a lot of people, when they think about Portugal, they, we, at least, you know, when I did my, my Camino Portugues, I was like, why doing, you know, people don't know, but there is two main Caminos. You have the, the main Portuguese that goes from Porto to Lisbon. It's all the same. There is just one route. But then you have the coastal or the inland and then they also can connect into Tree, or you can go into Galicia. So why you decided the coastal? I guess for you was mostly the sea, no? I'm being right there. But after being in Porto, what do you think is the things that you will have, you know, for people deciding why do you think the coastal is such a great Camino to do? Uh, 
beautiful views. And um, I think French way is uh, very crowded. Uh-huh. I don't know, but uh, I, I just read information. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, Costal was uh, not so crowded. So if you want to uh, find peace and be with your own soul, so it's a perfect uh, way. So you started working in, in, in Portono? And you finished in Santiago, or you continue all your way to Muxia or Fisterra? Fisterra. Fisterra, yeah. too. Okay. So, in all the Camino, what is the, the place that you remember the most? What is the most beautiful place that you say in the coastal? That one, when you think Camino, what comes to your mind? Um, there are many places, I can say. Pick <laughs> one. The top okay, two. Just one. If I can tell you right now, you can go back to any place you want, but just one place for one day. Where will you go? Uh, I forgot uh, the name of this city, but it's uh, um, it's before uh, the first Santiago de Compostela. Padron. Yes, Padron. Yes, Padron. There is there is uh, like a hospital for uh, pilgrims, mm-hmm. and it's an old monastery. Mm-hmm. And yes, I really love this place. It was it was beautiful. So a lot of people, you know, we talk about the the reasons to go in the Camino. A lot of people they are religious. Some people there's a sport. Some people there is just tourism. I believe that there is a mix of all of them. What was for you the the main thing that made you, you know, go and walk the Camino? Um, so I'm Greek Catholic. So for me, it was at first uh, like religion mm-hmm. reason why I, why I started to do Camino, but also um, but also travel and uh, explore new places. It was also very interesting. What do you think the Camino has that, you know, is, is there, there is no other places? We have so many walks, so many trails in Europe, there are so many beautiful places. Why do you think the Camino is so special? Because everyone, I think everyone there is, uh, is searching something and uh, usually uh, people, people get answers and it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, when you when you go alone uh, on the way and uh, somewhere far you see someone and you um, go closer and start to talk and uh, it's Camino, so it's journey. That's <laughs> what I like the most <laughs> in it. So you you said that you were with some friends, with you some girlfriends, some your friends from school or from the church or. Uh, so it was uh, it was my best uh, friend and uh, my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I guess the question you know a lot of people ask us: What is the best way to go to Camino? To go by yourself? To go with some friends? To go with your your couple, your partner, you know, your boyfriend, your girlfriend? Why do you think you know it's good or bad? Or what do you come up with the Camino? If you have to do it right now, would you do it by yourself, or would you do it the same way? I would do it by myself. <laughs> Why? Yes. Um, it's uh, it's difficult to walk with others because um, uh, 
we all are different and mm -hmm. someone like uh, like walk uh, quickly some like uh, some uh, one like uh, go slowly and enjoy every every step and take a pictures mm -hmm. <laughs> like me <laughs> so i always was uh, the last <laughs> from us us three so uh, i would like to do it by myself how was your day like, you know, when a lot of times, you know, people, I agree with you, I think it's easier to walk by yourself, but usually in the Camino you find your own group of friends, no? And then you start walking together with them or you create, in your case with your friends, did you walk all the time together? Did you separate? Were you walking with your boyfriend? How did you walk, your day go by? Uh, usually we always walked uh, separated. Mm -hmm. We just uh, met each other in the end point. Okay. And did you plan your stages? Did you book in advance or were you more like, okay, today we start here, we will finish whatever you know it is, it is? Uh, yes, we, we, we planned. Uh, so we decided that uh, today we will meet each other in this Alberg and we and tried to, to reach to this Alberg early uh, to get a place for night okay and did you do the the normal Camino Portuguese did you get into into Tui did you continue and and do the normal the coast the full coastal did you try the the variante spiritual which way did you took no no we didn't try spiritual but I would like to do it <laughs> it is for me <laughs> I think for me yeah. I think is the three best days I ever had in the Camino really I don't know I why, but I have a, a really, really good memory of the Variante Spiritual. Uh, there, there is uh, like uh, a part of play when you have to use both. Or... Yes. So the thing, yeah. the Variante Spiritual is quite new, but uh, the story says that when the, the pilgrims from, from St. James brought the, the body back from, from Jerusalem, they brought it through their area. And then you go to the monastery of Armenteira that is beautiful. From Armenteira you go down from a little, uh, you know, it's like a, like a little path. It looks, it seems like you're in the Lord of the Rings. It's called the, the Camino da Pedra Agua, the, the path of the, of the rock and the water. And then on the last day, you took a boat in the morning to go to Padron. And that's where you see the old way that the pilgrims, you know, will take by boats. That you have the cruceros, the big crosses on the river. And it's beautiful. It's just yeah. one. It's really. It was. I remember. It was really, really cold. It was super wet. You know, we were on a boat with a jacket, and it was freezing. <laughs> but I still have such a great memory. And we arrived to Padron, what and time? then in the morning, seven a.m. I mean, what time? Uh, season. Oh, in August. In August. But the thing is, like, because of the tide, we have to do it really early in the morning. So I think we were in the boat by six a.m. So it was chilly, more than chilly. It was super, super cold and wet. Everybody was in the in the boat. We have a little cup of tea that they gave you. Now they have a bigger boat cover, so now it's not so so unpleasant. But it is it, it is worth it. And you did it also in two thousand eighteen. Yeah, I did it in two thousand eighteen. I did at the end of uh, the end of July. I think I started in in Porto by the by the end of July. Okay, I started in the end of. August. Okay, so we were August, like one month. Yes. Yeah. And for the people that, that, that you know, were you surprised by the, by Portugal? Was that a... Did you expect Portugal to be like that? Was that a surprise for you? Uh, 
I knew only some phrases. By the way, I I learned Spanish before <laughs> before a trip, a little bit just <laughs> just common phrases like uh, "Hola" and something. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And um, in Portuguese, uh, I remember "Obrigado, obrigada." Okay, very good. So. <laughs> You know, a lot of people think that maybe when you go to a foreign country, and in your case, you know, did you have any problem in Portugal not speaking the language? Um, no, actually no. I just, we just had uh, one funny situation. <laughs> My friends will kill me. <laughs> go, go for it, don't worry. <laughs> okay, so uh, it, it happened uh, in a small village in, in Portugal. Mm-hmm. So we started uh, early our walk, uh-huh. and uh, um, we didn't see any uh, cafe or or uh, some stores where we, we could buy uh, some food mm-hmm. uh, because uh, it's small village. Yeah. And uh, we, d- we just saw on the oh my god on the on the doors of uh, of buildings like mm-hmm. a small package with. Um, Bread. Oh, yep, the, the bag with the bread, yep. Yes, and we decided that probably people left it for pilgrims because in Ukraine <laughs> we have... <laughs> I mean, really, in Ukraine we have a tradition. We also have some uh, some pilgrimage in Ukraine. Uh-huh. And uh, people in villages uh, leave uh, bread or some food for uh, pilgrims. Mm-hmm. And we thought that probably it's the same. And <laughs> you go and we, we, we have taken. So and <laughs> woman started to 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 jail at you. <laughs> yes, yes. And we had we didn't have problems, but it was. That is so funny because because it's true really that once you get into you know a lot of villages you have tables with food and a lot of things that is just you know for the donativo or for free. But it's true that in, in the small villages of Spain, because they don't have like, you know, supermarkets, there is still the old tradition of having a bag is usually a cloth bag where the, you know, the, the baker will go in the morning and put the bread there. And then you once you wake up in the morning, that's when you get your bread. But it's so funny because I never heard anyone the story. And it makes totally sense. You know, if I'm from another country and I go there and it's truly, you know, that you can read in blogs and everywhere that people leave free food for the pilgrims. So I'm like, if there is bread, people told me there is. I'm like, why not? Yes, so we saw the same, but... Was it good, it the was, bread? Yes, it was delicious bread. You <laughs> <laughs> were so hungry. <laughs> Is there any, talking about food, any food that you that you discover in Portugal that you think right now, oh my God, that was so good that I never tried before. If you go, you have to try. Uh, oh, seafood was very good. We, we had a delicious dinner in Santiago when we arrived mm-hmm. with our, our friends from Spain and um, one of them was from, uh, they were from uh, Barcelona and he, uh-huh. so she, he, he cooks uh, very well so, and he ordered or everything delicious for you. Because, okay. yeah, yeah, for us. So also you you said you know, in the beginning that you you were Catholic and like how did you find the Camino how was the, the journey you know a lot of people they say that they they feel a transformation in the Camino where you find you know that it was a place for to go for peace to go for thinking 
did you think that it's a, it's a better place or a place that people should go now and you know now we're in difficult times or what do you think how do you think you know as a, as a Catholic is the Camino? Uh, it's <laughs> it's a wonderful experience so let's begin from this phrase mm -hmm. <laughs> because um, when I when I just um, was before this trip I uh, I thought about uh, about questions uh, so uh, which answers I wanna get during this trip during mm -hmm. this Camino and um, in that time I was um, I worked in other a city like uh, much smaller and uh, I didn't like this place so okay I uh, I was thinking about uh, leave this job, leave this city, and come back to, to the home city, like live where I am now. And it was quite difficult because uh, I have to find new job uh, and everything like begin from new begin. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And um, so it was my main questions, and uh, I always I prayed. Uh, every morning, rosary. Uh, it was also like good tradition for me during uh, Camino. Uh, I didn't didn't do it before, actually. Hmm. I didn't like to pray uh, rosary and uh, only on Camino, I uh, like, um, I felt that it's beautiful and it's, um, I feel myself uh, better and calm hmm. with it, so. Did you, did and, you find? Uh, Sorry, go ahead. And, <laughs> and um, I just, I just had in my my head uh, uh, many uh, many thoughts, many words uh, to Saint James. Mm -hmm. so I decided so I will come to him and, and I will uh, everything say <laughs> say, um, but I didn't do it. I just mm -hmm. uh, when I saw uh, in Santiago de Compostela, uh, I just. Um, Stayed uh, on my knees and and cried. <laughs> I don't know why. Just but I I don't I didn't have any words to, to say or just emotions probably. Mm -hmm. I guess he, he knew everything you know and, and that's the thing you know a lot of times we have the expectations about the arrival of Santiago, and at the end you know I, I remember my first arrival the ones after that have been totally different. But, you know, it's like, and then I think that's the beauty of, part of the beauty of the Camino, no, whatever you expect, the Camino is going to give you whatever you need, no, what you, what you, what you expect, no? Yes, and after Camino, um, many of my friends, um, they, they didn't know about uh, it, and uh, all the time they ask me, <laughs> even now, how it was, can you give some advices? <laughs> So, yeah, Camino is now more popular in Ukraine and especially in Lviv. Thanks to you. <laughs> and have any of your friends uh, go ahead and take your advice and walk the Camino? Uh, what? Have any of your friends, the one that you what? talk to, have walked the Camino or...? Uh, they... Uh, they... Um wanted to do it this year but because of covid oh, yeah. they couldn't realize it yes so hopefully one year and and what about you i'm like you walk the camino portuguese you do it a short camino have you been thinking about maybe doing a longer one doing another camino try a different yes 
El Camino Olvidado. Olvidado, okay. Why the Olvidado? It's not that's. <laughs> you first do the Portuguese coastal, now you do the Olvidado. Okay. Interesting. Oh, or North. Or North. Or Norte. Yeah. Okay, Norte, that's, that's more common. But why Olvidado? Um, actually, my, my friend uh, told me about this way. Okay. I didn't uh, know about it. He's from Spain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, he, he, he knows. I checked and I found a very nice video with these uh, landscapes, nature, and it's very... Tell us, you know, it. a lot of people, they don't know about the Olvidado. Tell us about the Olvidado. Where does it go? Some people don't even know where the Olvidado is. Can you tell us a little bit about where the Olvidado goes? And... Actually, I don't know exactly. Come on! I just remember, I just remember the story. I just remember that uh, those uh, pictures in my mind. Uh, I mean, mountains, yeah. <laughs> you, you know a you little bit, tell. but... Where the Camino Olvidado is on the south of Spain, is in the north. Uh, south. South, okay. It's near near to the north. So the Camino north Olvidado side. goes really if the here's the north, here's the French, yes. it goes in the middle. It's been told that it was the old one and it's one that is really been, you know, Olvidado forgotten. So not many people do it. That's why it surprised me that you knew about the Camino Olvidado. You know, it's getting more popular, but it's still probably, you know, only 50 pilgrims a year. And they're not usually the average pilgrim that you see, you know, they're the, the weird people that go for walks and not that, you know, don't get me wrong, but it's, it's really an uncommon Camino because they don't have the, the albergues yet, they don't have the infrastructure. And as I see here, you know, I don't remember, it goes from, yeah, it goes really from all right in the middle and it, you can get from the, from the north, you can get into the Olvidado and you finally get together with the other one close to Villafranca del Bierzo, that's when you get with the French. So, Olvidado, by yourself? Yes. Um, I will see, I don't know. <laughs> yes, probably by myself. Until, as you said at the beginning, that there is some pilgrimage in Ukraine. What is the, you know, now that you know the pilgrimage in, you know, in Spain, Portugal and Spain, and the pilgrimage in Spain, in Ukraine, which pilgrims do you have over there and how are they different? Uh, so they are also uh, like uh, from... Um, they belong to, to, to the churches, uh -huh. to the, usually to the Catholic churches. Um, uh, this pilgrimage leads uh, to, to the holy places, uh, for example, where where someone saw uh, Holy Mary, or um, usually uh, Holy Mary. So mm -hmm. we have we have um, many places. Uh, the most popular are uh, Unyuf on, on the. On, sorry, I learned German. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I can use German words. <laughs> That's so funny. That is good. <laughs> Okay, and Zermanet, uh, another uh, very popular place also. Nice. Krehiv, uh, such uh, smaller, but also uh, popular. So which one would you recommend, you know, for people going to Ukraine, traveling from, from, from all over the world? If you have to pick one to tell them, you know, if you want to have something of their culture, of their pilgrimages here, which one would you tell them to do? 
Uh, they are not so long uh, as Camino de Santiago. They, of course. Uh, they, take, they take only uh, two or three days, so oh, we can do oh. all, all of them. <laughs> 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 but uh, I will recommend to start uh, from Onya. Onya. Okay. Yeah. We will have to write it on the list. Yes, I will write. <laughs> So also, you know, a lot of people ask us the, the question, you know, that, the, you know, being a woman, being in the Camino, did you feel safe all the time? Do you feel that the Camino is a safe environment for women to go by themselves? You know, we see in, in, the fo in Facebook, in blog, women asking, you know, is it safe to go and walk the Camino by yourself? What do you think? Yes, yes, it's the safest place, mm -hmm. I think. It's very safe. So don't worry, women. Okay, so what, what would you take to the, you know, right now you have done it in a group and now you will do it by yourself in a Camino that is not even really, really crowded because, you know, the, the French, as you said, you know, there's more people, you see, by in the Camino. So what will be your advice, you know, for, for women that they are listening to us all over the world that think, you know, that maybe non the typical countries that come to Spain, they don't know the language, you know, they're not the average American or whatever. What would you tell them, you know, because in your day probably your friends, your family, like, why are you going to, to Portugal to walk? And now if you go to the, the Olvidado, they probably will telling you, what are you going there? What would you tell, what would be your advice to all these women listening to you? Why? Um, um, because, because I want to find myself. I want to just uh, stop uh, uh, my... Uh, my routine, my my world, mm -hmm. <laughs> and enjoy by myself and um, meet new people. And usually, uh, answers and other questions uh, come from other people. And mm -hmm. we just have to be very attentive to to, to, to this, to them, uh, to listen to them. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Juliana. I hope that we will see you soon once all this is over. And hopefully, you know, the Camino will be that is on my list. Maybe I can join you for a couple of days, but I will let you do it by yourself. <laughs> but for sure, I'm seeing that you, you know, it goes close to Pamplona. So it goes to Pamplona. So maybe once you're in Pamplona, we can show you around. So I hope that we met one day, you know, because that's the beauty of the Camino. You know, you meet pilgrims from all over the world. And there is so much that, that you know that join us that we have in common that we will have a part and this day. So thank you so much for being with us and buen camino, Ultreya. Buen camino, thank you. Thanks for listening to El Camino People, the podcast with me, your host, José Maradonaz. If you like our show and we want us to continue, please, uh, we would love to hear about what are you, you know, what do you need to know about the Camino that you don't know yet? What would you like us to research or to find someone to talk with about? Would you like us to talk about the different Camino, you know, maybe to talk about the Camino Aragonés or Via de la Plata, or maybe you like us to talk about how to take care of your feet, the best way to sleep or you know, what is the cheapest way to do the Camino or the most expensive way to do the Camino what to eat in Pamplona, the best tapas I don't know, there's so many different topics that we can talk about and always, you know, we will be finding that people that story that deserves to be told and we will learn that way next week, we are having a great interview with Casa Susi for all of those that have walked the Camino they are a beautiful couple that found love in the Camino and ended up, you know, building an albergue that is, is, is a house, is a home for all the pilgrims that pass through it. So be ready. Next Tuesday, we will be talking with Susie and Fermil. 
and for me, sorry, till next week. I hope you enjoy your week and remember on Thursdays we are also going with the Spanish podcast. So if you speak Espanol, we see you on Thursday too. Buen camino, Ultreya.